Hi, this is Mel Soul from Golf Soup with Soul, and this is episode three of our podcast series. And we are now in January 2015, and I'd like to talk about power in this episode. Um, I don't think I've ever taught a golfer that has said to me, no, 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 I don't want any more power. I think all of us want to hit the ball further. We think we're going to score better if we do. Sometimes that's not true, but I think all of us would like to hit the ball further. That being said, power in the golf swing comes from a variety of factors. It doesn't just come from one thing. You can't just suddenly change your grip or change your stance and all of a sudden you're going to hit the ball further. Um, power comes from good technique in the golf swing. It comes from good strength and flexibility in the golf swing. It comes from the correct equipment that you are using. All of these things are factors in helping you hit the ball further. So let's attack these things one by one. First of all, good technique. If you do not have good technique, if you come over the top, if your club face is open at impact, if your club head is cutting across the ball, these are all things that cost you power. Not to mention just lack of club head speed. If you want to improve your golf swing, you really need help from a good teaching professional. There are tons of really good teaching professionals uh, around and um, take my suggestion to you would be you know inquire around and find out other people that have had lessons from this particular teaching professional that you're interested in that's in your area. There are going to be two or three in the area that are going to have very very good reputations as instructors. Once you start taking lessons from that instructor, I would suggest that you stick with him or her. Um, too many times uh, students go to a teacher and don't really give the teacher the opportunity to work through. Remember this, when you take lessons, it's an uphill battle at the beginning. So first of all, don't just go for one lesson. That's not really going to do you any good. Either go to a golf school and take a three-day school where the instructor can work with you for three continuous days for three and three, three and a half hours a day. Or if you're going to take one-hour lessons, then take a series of lessons. And my suggestion would be to take at least ten from the instructor. And uh, usually uh, teaching professionals will give you a discount if you're buying ten lessons in advance. Understand that when you take the lessons, there's going to be some downside to it because when you make the changes, your body resists those changes and you're actually going to play a little worse before you play better. If you understand that, if you understand that hitting bad shots on the range is part of the learning process, then you can get through this little area of playing poorly while your swing changes. 
make it very clear to the instructor exactly what your goals are. If you want more distance, let that be your goal. If you want more accuracy, let that be your goal. But let the instructor know at the start of the series, okay, this is going to be my goals. Good technique will definitely improve club head speed. Good technique would include a good posture, good stance, good grip, all the fundamentals being correct. The takeaway, nice wide arc on the takeaway to create more club head speed coming down. The downswing, good weight shift, and then very, very important, good body rotation. A lot of my students have a great weight shift and then everything stops. And they end up hitting the ball with their hands. The club head passes the hands because the body stop. When the club head passes the hands, it adds loft. You hit it high and you don't get much power. The body rotation takes place after the weight shift. So there's a shift and a turn in that order. And then finally, what we call the release. It's the lower hand crossing over the upper hand to help square the club face. This is an area that most amateurs struggle with. And again, talk to your teaching professional and say, you know, how do I accomplish a correct release? And he can help you with that. The second part would be strength and flexibility. Now, if you're already strong um, and flexible, that's great. But if you're an older golfer like me, I'm now 67 years old. My flexibility is a lot less than it used to be. So I now go to the gym. I work on my flexibility. I work on my strength. And this is just for me, just to maintain. Because as we get older, as we can see on the senior tour, the golfers lose a bit of distance. And, um, so all I'm really trying to do right now is just to maintain that distance by improving my flexibility and my strength. The final aspect would be equipment. It is amazing to me how many golfers come to golf school and their equipment that they are using is totally wrong for them. The shaft is wrong, the lie angle is wrong, the grip thickness is wrong, the shaft flex is wrong. Go to a good club fitter in your area and go through a club fitting, both with the woods and the irons. If you're wanting more power, a good club fitter will give you yards by helping you select the right driver. Just having a driver with the correct shaft, if you have a club head speed over 100 mile an hour and you say, okay, I need a stiff shaft, that's not it. There are thousands of shafts that are stiff shafts, but they've all got different characteristics in the way that they work. So you need somebody that has a launch monitor that can measure the launch angle, the ball spin, the smash factor, how, how well you're hitting it in the center of the club face. All of those things play a role in helping you get more distance. So go to a good club fitter, let him Put you through a session with your driver first and make sure that you end up. You will see the figures when he starts changing shafts and changing heads and changing lofts. You will see the launch monitor will start producing 
figures and you can see very clearly whether that club is going to give you more distance or not. And by mixing and matching with the loft and the shaft flex and the way the uh, kick point is in the shaft, uh, the weight of the shaft, all of those things, a good club fitter will add maybe 15, 20, maybe even 25 yards to your driver. And then a good club fitter will give you a set of irons that is, again, the right shaft, the right lie angle, the right grip thickness, the right length, all of those things play a role in helping you play better golf. So, here's your shopping list, I will call it, for going out and getting more distance in 2015. Get some lessons from a good instructor. Go to the gym, work out with strength and flexibility. See a good club fitter and get yourself a really good set of golf clubs. That combination of those three will definitely improve your golf, give you more distance, and hey, if you get more distance, you're going to have more fun. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you'd like to visit my website, my website is ritson-soul.com. That is the website of the Mel Soul Golf School. And uh, there are lots of golf tips there for you. And uh, if you want to email me, if you have any ideas that you'd like me to talk about in this podcast, my email address is melsoulgolf at gmail.com. And you can find me on Facebook at Facebook slash Golf Schools. Thank you for listening. Have a great 2015.